Welcome to episode 19 of the BSN Rams podcast. Dominic Nedvalski alongside Nick Patnode. We got a full slate today. Today's episode, we, uh, we're going to talk a lot of signing day. Big day for Mike Bobo and the Rams welcoming 26 new student athletes. Uh, but first, we're going to get started, discuss the week that was in terms of men's hoops. Uh, the Rams traveling to San Diego State last Saturday, getting a um, really a, a, a big win for the program. That, that signature kind of road win that, that they haven't had really under Larry's tenure a whole lot, but they get a win there 78 uh, 77. The G and Clavel game is yeah, what I, what I tweet, uh, tweeted after. Um, 37 points, a career high. I think he scored the last 12 points for the Rams. CSU down as many as 12 in the second half, and basically Gian and, and Emmanuel Magbo just go off. I mean, they, they combined for 61 of the 78 points. I'd say that's that's pretty good between two guys. Um, you know, Gian, 30 of his 37 points coming in the, the second half, just phenomenal. Couldn't miss, banked in a, a three-pointer that kind of turned out to be that turning point of the game. Uh, both guys... I believe with double doubles. Well, no, G and two rebounds short, but um, overall, kind of two guys stole the show. But um, you know, even going back to that that first year um, that that Larry was here with the Rams, and they they didn't really have a big signature win like this in conference play. Just talk about this one. You know, first time they've won at, at San Diego in fourteen years. I think yep. it was two thousand two oh three. Yeah. So um, I mean, that's incredible. You know, it's a team. It's just it, it's so hard to predict what they're going to do because just when you think okay it it might be done for them they're gonna yeah, we we should write them off they come back and they get a win like this or you know and you're just saying to yourself okay this is a team that can beat any one of the teams in the Mountain West you know for a while there they're a game out of first and uh, looking like well gosh there's no reason they can't win the tournament and get into the, the NCAA tournament so you know uh, it's so refreshing when you see him play like that and Gian Clavel is just the just the not just the the you know, stats leader on the team. He's the emotional leader. This guy never quits. I mean, he he wants to play all 40 minutes, and Larry realizes he's got to rest him a little bit, but the guy never quits, and everything the coach asks of him, he does, and, and he's he's that glue to the team, and it's like, if if there's a guy you want on the floor, it's either Emmanuel or Gian, and in that game, it was Gian, he was on fire. Yeah, and, and the Aztecs went up by two um, on a pair of Hemsley free throws, and at that point, I kind of thought it was over. I thought, you know, the, the magic is gone. Tough way to lose, but, you know, you, you stuck with them. And lo and behold, here comes Gian end-to-end, and then finishing high off the glass with the left. Just phenomenal, phenomenal that, performance. That last shot, I would, I mean, in a million years, you wouldn't have thought that would have no. gone in. It was incredible. <laughs> and and that, no, he didn't even travel. I mean, yeah. he, it was uh, just a pretty, pretty thing to watch. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of hype building up to the to the Boise State game. Um, a few days after that, on Tuesday, both teams um, entered Mountain West play just um, one game out, I believe, from from Nevada. And they kind of had a chance to to separate themselves, at least for the time being, and, and fall into that second spot all by themselves. Um, not 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 the start, Larry. You stayed. She was hoping for. I mean, they get down as as many as I think um, 19, nineteen. I want to say yep. and. I mean, golly! Um, I mean, you, you were there too. Your, your initial thoughts? That I mean, that's tough. You come off such an emotional win at San Diego State, and then you, you come home, and Moby is for the first time full of students. I mean, they they showed up. Ram Ruckus was representing. Mm-hmm. The place was loud, and they start like that. And 
you know, end up, ends up being a three-point game right. when it's all said and done. And had they not gotten down by that many in the beginning, it would have been easily winnable. And this is a Boise State team. They lost a heartbreak or two when they went to Boise. So they had it in their minds that they could get them here at home, split right. the series. Now all of a sudden they lose, and they're not they're behind Boise State. They could have taken sole place of second in the Mountain West. Now they're back with a handful of other teams hoping to get a, one of those top five seeds in the tournament and get a first-round bye. So lost a lot of momentum here. And uh, it's nothing they can't make up. It's nothing that means the season's over. But, you know, you, you uh, it doesn't make sense how the team is so inconsistent when they have games like San Diego State and then games like Boise State. It's just, you, you, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. And I don't know if it's their preparation or maybe Prentice Nixon said after the game they were just too comfortable heading into it. Well, you know, somebody on that team's got to be telling these guys, hey, you, you can't be comfortable if you're playing San Jose State. You can't be, com- you know. We've got to have the mentality that with seven guys on the active roster, we have to play every game as if it's every one of our last ones of the of, of the season. Yeah, you know, and just put it all on the line. Right. I mean, the the first half Jekyll and Hyde stuff with this team has to come to an end at yeah. some point. I yeah. mean, it, it it's not going to work in the tournament. It's not going to work. I mean, they they've yet to play Wyoming twice. They've yet to to face a couple of um, you know the the top teams, Nevada included in that. So. They got to figure that out because I mean they they showed they can compete, you know, stay with the best of them. I do want to bring up though, it was it was interesting that kind of that turning point of the first half that that the Rams started to climb back in. Gene Clavel comes up and pulls up from, I think about four feet behind the three <laughs> yeah. point line. Yeah, I tweeted out he he shot it from Denver, and yeah. I mean you, you brought it up. The, the students were were well represented in that game. It wasn't nearly close to, to being a sellout. But, no. And we both graduated a couple of years ago, so we, we've been there for plenty of sellouts. But I don't think I've heard that arena be that loud with that few amount of people there. I mean, that, that really sparked them. And, of course, they go on that 11-2 run to end the half, and they're only down three. Um, and then it was just kind of – Back and forth, it, it seemed like they may have one more run in them, and then Boise State comes back, and then at the end they cut it to one. Um, and I think it was Prentice that threw the. It was either Prentice or JD that threw the ball away late, but they had a chance at least yeah. late. They just they they couldn't rally and, and overtake them late. So yeah, um, unfortunate there. The Rams are now six and four um, in Mountain West play. They're fourteen and nine overall. So um, they've got a big road game again at UNLV. On Saturday, four o'clock tip. Um, UNLV's down, but again, it's it's somewhere you haven't had a lot of success. But I almost think it is a must-win if you want to at least, um, you know, stay within shouting distance of Nevada. I don't think they'll catch him, but um, definitely a big game coming up. I think it's a huge game, but but we're talking. It's funny when we say a big game because it doesn't mean anything to anybody outside the Mountain West. I mean, no. this is a conference that Joe Lenardi writes off because. We have shown that what happens here, you have a team that goes and gets what seems to be a great win and then gets spanked by a team they should have won. Right. Yeah, so I don't know what to make of it. Nevada, people think, maybe maybe has an outside shot at the net large bid. They don't. It's going to be the tournament. The team that wins the tournament will go to the to the NCAA tournament. So, yeah, every game at this point is a big one because they need to get some confidence back before they go to Las Vegas in March for sure. Yep, so we're going to switch focus now. We're going to spend quite a bit of time talking about National Signing Day for the Rams, what it means for – uh, Coach Mike Bobo in this program, 26 guys, as we mentioned at the start. Um, seven offensive linemen, they get a trio of receivers. A um, handful of guys on defense, they get a quarterback in Justice McCoy. It's highly regarded. Just 
your thoughts on initially uh, when you kind of saw everything coming in the other day? Big boys. I mean, yep. huge guys. There was seven offensive linemen, and the smallest one is six is six three, and the biggest one is six foot seven, and then the guy right behind him is six six. I mean, these guys, and every other one is six four, by the way. So these guys are massive, and I think that's what Bobo's biggest concern was. You know. There has to be not only depth but size at the offensive line position, something we haven't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to see what some of these guys can come in and do immediately. Bobo is the type of coach, as we've seen, who's not afraid to play guys in their first year here. And uh, if you come in and you're good enough, you're going to get you're going to play. And so I think there's some guys that can make an immediate impact. Uh, but, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about your, your alma mater, Mullen High School. We got some guys coming from Mullen. Just e- down the ecstatic. Road. Yeah. Yep, we get, uh, of course, Christian Cumber. Um, on defense, and then you get Marcus McElroy, who um, just torched the Centennial League um, at the running back position. Yeah, we we were there at the Columbine game, yeah. I remember, and, and I distinctly being like, I mean, man, that, that kid can get to the second level in a hurry. He doesn't get tackled easily. And, you know, when I, when I thought about it more, I thought, you know who he reminds me of? Number 25, Marvin Kinsey. That's – oh, yeah, I didn't even make that connection. But yeah. That's a good one. I mean – it's unfair for a guy in the high school level to be his size. He's just got such talent. And, and you know, I, I would think he'd get a, a, a fair amount of touches this season. Right. He's, he's a capable uh, running back. And then, uh, you know, the, the hard part is uh, number 74 ranked class by 247 sports. Mm. Thought it might be a little higher uh, at the, or maybe a week ago. It's the second class in the Mountain West, which is nothing to scoff at. Mike Bobo and his staff do a tremendous job recruiting. The problem is the Rams lost a couple of key Three star commits um, and it, it, late, like you know, la- late last minute decision type things. So that hurt him in the long run. But that, I don't, I don't think it's going to be anything that, that we need to to worry too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy, it's it's the receiver. Uh, is it Damari Kitt who's going to sign in June, hopefully? Yeah. So uh, you know, we didn't get everybody we wanted, but I think it's a solid class. Yeah. Turning to the receiver position, it's kind of similar to the offensive line as far as what Mike wants to do size just jumps out at you. I mean, you know, EJ Scott, um, Preston Williams, the the transfer from Tennessee. Um, these are big, big dudes. I think EJ Scott is maybe five pounds lighter than Michael Gallup, but the same height, six one, you know, can can go up and get passes. Um I I, I can't think of the kid's name. He, he's six five, uh the other receiver. Warren Jackson. Warren Jackson. Yeah. I mean he almost slates is is your your tight end uh, a big red zone target. I mean, Nick Stevens. How'd you like to to have his job this fall? Yeah, oh, it's going to be whoever fantastic. it is. Yeah, I mean, and 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 only get better. I mean, you know, there was a great piece. I think it was Matt Stevens wrote in the Colorado one. Are we becoming wide receiver? You right. certainly seems that way. Yeah, a lot of talent and uh, and some big names. I think you know. I was thinking about it the other day. Back in the '90s, early 2000s, when this per- team was a top 25 uh, team almost every year. We weren't bringing in big names. I mean, the guys that came here were blue-collar, hard-working guys who just bonded and played really, really good football. But Bobo is bringing in well-known, highly recruited guys. Right. And, and they're starting to choose us over some other Power 5 even teams. Yep. So that's 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 good to see. Yeah, yeah. Mike said in the, the presser yesterday, he doesn't care that they're, they're not a Power 5. He wants the best guys in the country. And if they decline, so be it. He said he'd be disappointed but he's going to move on he's going to try and go out and get the best guys for the team and you know this uh this obviously shows that real quick on the defensive side anybody jump out you out uh right away yeah i I, i'm really excited to get zoantarius brunt Mm -hmm. uh he's the safety we got 
from uh, Orange Coast College, a JUCO guy, but he's 6'3", 187, uh, got a lot of range. He's quick, and I think he's going to make an immediate impact. The secondary is a place we needed some help. Um, you know, we, we, we've got some talent there already, Braylon Scott, who mm-hmm. seemed to be an interception machine for us early on last year, but uh, I'm, I look forward to him getting in there and making an immediate impact. Yeah. Of this entire group, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, which maybe one or two guys do you see having the biggest impact next season? You know, that's that's tough to say right away, but I, to be honest, I think I think it could it could be uh, it's Ellison Hubbard. I think is yeah. it Ellison Hubbard. He's the defensive lineman who comes from the same school that produced Fred Zerblis. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Grayson Grayson High School uh, in in Georgia, and I think he's he's six one two sixty seven guy uh, defensive lineman, and I you know I think he could turn into a Shaq Barrett for us, yeah, and I think he could do it quick. So I honestly that, that's that's not fair of me to discount all the other guys, but you know I think he's going to have immediate success. Okay, and on so, the offensive side, um, well if we're being honest, I'm, I'm going to go with Ben Knox. I mean the guy okay. is massive. He's an offensive yeah. lineman, and he's like six foot. He's six six, three hundred and twenty eight pounds. <laughs> If you can't have success at that position, I don't know what, right. what it takes. I mean, that's he's going to be huge. Yeah, and I mean, he, he's got one of the best, well, one of the more underrated offensive coordinators in the game, I think, at Will Friend, yeah. who's done a phenomenal job with the last few um, classes of linemen. So um, I, I think those are spot on. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens at the quarterback position after this year. I don't think Justice McCoy is going to be, well... I, I can't think of who it was. Someone asked Mike if he would have maybe a Fatone Bouda type package. And, you know, Mike just kind of deflected it a little bit and said, you know, he'll play the, the best guy competition type thing. But that he does have the the skills and the, you know, the physical attributes to to play. Oh, he absolutely can. And keep in mind, Colin Hill's coming back from ACL. And yep. that doesn't always go well for guys. So right. it, it's not like he's, you know, he's not going to get a shot at all. He, he's got some, some, some room to peek through there. Yep. So, well, that's going to do it for this one. We thank you guys for listening. See you back here next week. Go Rams.